Hey there, beautiful. Yes, you. This is Miriam Albert, your host of the Let's Breathe Beautiful podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I know it seems like our days can be filled with so many demands. Was I a good enough mom today? Did I tell my loved ones how much they really mean to me? Did I check off all the to-dos? Oh boy, I forgot to move the laundry into the dryer. Again. I get it, friend. I don't know about you, but often if my mouth isn't running, my mind definitely is. In a time with so much available at our fingertips, sometimes what our hearts are craving the most is just permission to slow down and breathe, to simply just be, and that that would be enough. The good news is we were created for a life of peace. And even better news, it doesn't come at the price the world may tell us it does. Sound too good? Well, friend, grab your favorite cup of coffee and let's make space to breathe together and be reminded of who we are and whose we are. There's plenty of room at the table. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Let's Breathe Beautiful podcast. I hope you're having a great week so far. So today, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself scrolling through social media, thinking everyone else just has it all together, asking that question, what am I doing over here with my life? Maybe wrestling with some restlessness. You know, that whole question of, is it enough? Am I enough? Well, I've ridden the waves of restlessness for quite some time, and I know it is not a pleasant feeling. So the next couple weeks, we're actually going to hone in on all the different lies we believe that strip our peace. I've been a dreamer for as long as I can remember. Where are my entrepreneurial spirits at? Oh, yes, I see you. I have always loved having a goal to work towards. Love checking those boxes and pushing myself. Um, I really believe that God wants us to dream and envision beautiful things for our lives. Like He is the one who instills so many of these dreams within our hearts that just light us up with joy. So what is it exactly that can deter us from peace when it comes to dreaming? Um, Well, in my personal experience, It's really boiled down to having a false understanding of success in itself and attaching my self-worth to said success. So let's just kind of look at some of the ways that the world may define success. So I made a list of these myself, and I actually reached out to a couple of my closest friends just to get an idea, like if you know, how many of us were really on the same page, and all of the answers were the same. Like so many of the things I was experiencing were their top answers too. So let's, again, just look at some of the ways that the world may define success. Well, number one, we already know uh, social media, the amount of followers you have, likes, love, subscribers, you name it. Um, I remember the days of putting a post out there and then it's like there's crickets and letting that make me feel a little bit like a failure, right? It sounds so silly when you say it out loud, but it's a real thing. Um, Maybe certain titles within one's career has been what we've told is a measure of success, you know, like advancing up in position in your company. Um, 
It could be having a perfect family, perf- what looks like a perfect marriage or perfect kids who are like prodigy children, right? <laughs> um, maybe it's new homes, new cars, the number of vacations one gets to take in a year and how fabulous it's looking, right? Um, so really like one of the number one things that kind of, I guess all this is umbrellaed under, um, that I had noticed in my own life and that friends had noticed in their lives was money. Okay. Um, so that, you know, over the next few weeks, we're really going to just be looking at what are the different lies that we believe that really like get us off of that PC, right? That we, that we start to, again, look at like it is circumstantial, Okay, so I get it. It can be super easy to get caught up with the whole keeping up with the Joneses mentality, especially now that we have social media at our fingertips. Like before, when I was growing up, you know, my mom just probably had her circle of influence around her, right? She didn't know what one of her high school friends from 20 years ago that she doesn't even talk to anymore was doing. Like we just, it seems like we have so many more friends now or that we're just, you know, in front of so many other lives now because of things like social media and, and getting to see, you know, we all know, what do they say? It's the highlight reel of everybody's life for the most part. Right. And there's so many great things about social media. I love it. Um, but we do have to keep that in perspective as we're just comparing, you know, the world around us. Um, So, uh, I really went through a season of some growing pains in regards to this a few years ago. Um, I was actually in a direct sales business that I did pretty well with. Um, it was a beauty company. I was with this company for 10 years. I absolutely loved it. I went on several free trips, um, won lots of prizes, beautiful jewelry, awards, um, I made enough income to match a full-time job. I was actually able to leave my, my full-time job, um, that I had had out of college and stay home and, and work from home with my kids, but still bring home a full-time income. So I, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Um, the thing was that I really measured so much of my worth on my performance. So so many great things came from that season, but I'd also really just picked up some bad habits. And I'm not saying this is true for everyone. I'm just sharing my own personal experience here. Um, but you know, in that world, uh, performance really led to praise. Like you were asked to bring value when you hit a certain position in the company, right? Or you were knocking out goals left and right. Like that is when um, personally, I felt a value. Okay. And you know, who doesn't like the praise, right? Um, if you don't, then, oh, I love that. Cause that is something that I have really had to pray to like, let go of, <laughs> um, or just take with a grain of salt, you know, like not let it, not let it get to my head too much. Um, and then not let it like bring me down if it's not there, basically, So the thing was, I really didn't realize how much of my identity and worth were wrapped up in who I was in this company 
until the doors were surprisingly closing. Okay. So after about 10 years, I was, uh, I started this business before I got married, uh, before kids. And, um, so it just was with me through all these different seasons of life. And when I had my second baby, it was, I was about four weeks postpartum. So learning how to be a new mom <laughs> or not a new mom, but a mom of two, right. With all of the postpartum hormones going on. And, um, I, we, like several of us were put on a company call. Several of us leaders were put on a company call, uh, where we learned that the company was closing and we had about two to three more months, um, of our businesses. Okay. And, oh my goodness. I mean, I'll never forget that day. Like it felt like everything that I had worked so hard for, <laughs> for 10 years, like in that moment, I know this might seem a little dramatic, but in that moment, it seemed like it was all for nothing, you know, like it just, I don't know, like I had all these dreams, like I was going to help my husband retire and we were going to go to Europe and we were going to move into this new house and just all these different things. And it just felt like that was just all stripped away, you know? And so, um, yeah, it was just a really hard pill to swallow at that time. And I just didn't realize until after it all. And and it really took a few years to um, realize that I had wrapped up so much of my worth in that. I was like, who am I without this company? Like, who am I without, you know, knocking out these goals and moving up the ranks and all these different things? Um, So here I was like looking at this income that I had built was about to go completely away. Okay. Like unless I had switched to something else. Um, and prior to this, my husband, um, when we first got married was traveling all the time. Um, he worked, he would be gone sometimes six to eight weeks at a time. Um, he really, when my, when our firstborn was here, like he missed about, probably if you added up all the days, like it was probably close to seven to eight months of his first year of life. And so the money was awesome. The money was great. Um, however, you know, we never got to see him. And so, um, we had really just prayed about it. Doris had opened up where he was able to take a new position where he could work from where we live. Right. Um, so he never had to go out of town and it was a huge blessing. And it also came with a big pay cut. But at the time, you know, I was still working and we just figured it was totally worth it. And to this day, 100% stand behind that. Like it is so worth it to have him here with us even though it meant, you know, less money coming in each week. Um, and so, you know, I kind of got in this season where I was walking into one door and walking in another, just trying to find like, what was my next thing? You know, what was my next business? And, um, I tried a few different things out and, uh, basically kind of circled back around to ending up in this place where I just needed to lay everything down. Um, I'd really felt like, I was just tired of chasing and honestly, um, in trying to pursue goals and hit these different, you know, levels that really my heart was in the right place. Like I wanted to help other people and I wanted to help my family, you know? Um, but in all honesty, I just, I was stressed and I was not being the wife or the mom or the friend that I wanted to be 
because I was constantly living under this pressure and performance. Um, but the truth of the matter was the only person putting those expectations on me was me. Like my husband wasn't doing it. Like nobody else was. It, it was me. It was what I thought was expected of myself. And so I just remember feeling super restless Um, I thought that, you know, all the things like we're supposed to be out of our starter home by now. And I thought I would have already traveled to Europe. And, you know, I was just, it was, I was just so blinded by our bank account and the fact that I wasn't contributing to it, even though we were wiser with our money, making less of it than more of it. Um, I just felt like it was just like screaming back failure at me. Like we were moving backwards in life. Um, I felt like without an income, I really wasn't bringing anything to the table, even though I was home with my kids all day, you know, like taking care of them, making dinners, getting, keeping our home in order. Like it didn't feel like I was doing enough. Like it was the first time since I was probably 16 that I did not bring in any income. And I just, it really was shaking my self-worth. Um, and so, you know, as I said, like I was just feeling so much pressure to perform in a new line of work at that time that I was just hitting this brick wall, uh, and not bringing in extra income and definitely not having peace of mind. Um, so I was working with a coach and I decided to take a social media break. I laid all of my business attempts down. Um, and, you know, that was challenging, but I just knew, like I knew in my spirit, it was the right thing to do and decided to just focus solely on home life, personal healing. And I started to journal during this time. Um, it was a practice that my mentor really encouraged me to do specifically to be quiet enough to where I could really hear from God because, you know, as I uh, share at the intro here, it's like, if my mind's not, if my mouth's not running, my mind is right. And so it's like so many times I would be taking all these requests to, to God, you know, but like I was never sitting still enough to get the download, like to get the response. And so I'll never forget, um, my very, very first day of journaling. Like I just was pouring all the vulnerable thoughts out there, you know, like the good, the bad, the ugly, all my concerns. And wow, I just received the most beautiful gift, um, in return that honestly, I believe that it would be the same message for every single one of you listening to this that has struggled with, with where I was, you know, um, and so I, I want to share it with you because, I really do. Like, I feel like this message was not just for me. It just so happened to be what I heard in that moment and wrote in my journal. And so I didn't hear like an audible voice per se, but, um, if you've been there, you know, like the sense that I'm talking about and, and it was this, like this overwhelming sense of these words, Miriam, why do you believe you are going backwards in life? That the only way you can grow is in finances and business titles. That is not the measure of your worth in my eyes. Don't you see how much you've grown in your relationship with me? And oh, like 
it just brought me to tears. Like I just kept rereading that part over and over and over again because it was like, gosh, like I've just been so focused on this one area and it was just this beautiful invitation where I really felt like God was just like opening up my eyes to all the other things that had totally moved forward in my life. Like even if it wasn't our bank account in that moment, you know, like, I mean, my marriage, oh my gosh, I can't even explain to you. Um, when my husband and I first started dating, oh my goodness, like our, I don't even really think that we had like a faith journey at that point at all. Um, you know, it was actually pretty, pretty toxic. Like he and I would both say that. So I know I can share it because it's part of our story. And, and just, again, just the goodness of God, because he has brought us so far. Like some days he and I both have told friends, we don't even know how we got married. (laughs) Like really, we were just in such unhealthy places as individuals. I don't even know how it worked. Like God just really had a plan because it did. And we have grown so much. Um, and I know that there is still so much growth for us as a couple. Um, But just that one area alone was like so much beautiful growth and moving forward, you know? Um, And then even health, like health decisions. He had really brought me to this health journey and taking better care of myself and um, trying to take better care of our home. Just so many different areas. And, you know, he really even opened up doors that were ways that I was leading because I love to lead. Um... But, you know, he showed me like, hey, like you might not have like a title for this or you may not be receiving a paycheck for it, but you're still making a difference here. And so it was just this beautiful awareness of getting to release that lie of like my worth is not measured in my finances and my business titles. Right. And so, you know. We've actually even had some some people ask us, um, you know, how are you still living in the same home? Like, haven't you outgrown that home? Like, yes, these are things that I've heard people say to us. <laughs> like, now that we have kids. Now, granted, my kids both still have their own bedroom, you know? Um, but these are things that we've heard. And, you know, it used to bother me so bad because I did, like, I would look around and it was like friends were moving into their second and third and fourth home and... And honestly, I just felt like we were like supposed to have moved up, you know, like we were supposed to be in a different place. Um, But you know what? Those things really do like he has helped those things to just roll off my back now. Um, I read a quote once and I can't remember it word for word. I tried to go back and find it, but it was out of a book by Jamie Ivey. And the gist of it was when you start chasing God He changes what you want. And I know that he changes what you want part is what the words really said. But, oh my gosh, I can't even begin to tell you how that, how true that has been in my own life. Um, You know, God has really helped me re-fall in love with my home. Like we have done things like my husband and I both have done projects within our home that has really just made it more ours and just the love that we have poured into it and the memories that we've had, like bringing both of our kids home here, you know, like it being our first home together. I mean, he has really just given me this, helped me refall in love with 
really where we are. Um, and even making the thought of moving like a little bit hard, you know, um, they have amazing neighbors. Like he's brought us these great neighbors and that we're good friends with. And it's like exactly what you would want. Um, you know, like as, as having neighbors, like, and so he's just giving so many different things that have just really made me love where we are. Um, And I know that he can do that for you. I know that he can give us peace about any of the circumstances we find ourselves in. And as I shared earlier, that message, this, this is exactly God's heart for his children. That the growth are things that happen on the inside, not the materialistic things. Not that those things are bad or that we shouldn't have them or that God doesn't want us to have them. Um... Yet, we were never, ever intended to lose sight of our peaceful inheritance by believing that those things are a measure of who we are. Oh, friends, like I could go on and on for hours with you on this subject because it's something I feel so passionately about. It is really like this journey that God has had me on for a long time now. Um, But we will go ahead and wrap it for today. And we're going to pick back up diving deeper into this topic next week. So join me, same time, same place. Um, But before we go... I want to invite you to a transformative exercise, okay? So sometime today, sometime this week when you can, carve out just like 10 minutes of quiet time. So I actually sit in my closet, yes, my my little closet, (laughs) to have my quiet time. Uh, Really, it helps me not look around my house and get distracted by laundry or dirty dishes or toys. So my closet is my special little place uh, where I have no distractions. So whatever that looks like for you, get there and sit down. Make a list of those worldly lies that have led you to believing you're in lack. You know, like for me, I shared, you know, the thinking I needed to be in a new home by now or having a new vehicle, like, you know, those types of things. Like what are those lies that are, as you're looking around at everybody else, where do you find yourself comparing? Where do you find yourself feeling like you're missing something? Okay. So take some time to just reflect on that. And then... Think back over the last few years, you know, last year, maybe the last five years, maybe even the last 10 years, and also jot down what ways you have grown, what ways have you matured, what ways have you become stronger within, and I think you're going to find that you're further along than you probably ever give yourself credit for, okay? Um... And so I just want to invite you into that this week. And I'd love to hear from you to see, you know, how that has helped you. But last, I just want to leave you with this. Remember, our creator is not concerned with our net worth. He is concerned in helping us see our worth through his eyes. Friend, 
thank you so much for joining me again today on another episode of the Let's Breathe Beautiful podcast. I pray that this message was an encouragement to you today and that it really just helped you remember of what really matters and who you really are. So as always, feel free to leave a review, subscribe, and share with a friend that you know could use a little pick-me-up today. Can't wait to talk to you next week.